This is the Telescopic World Season 1 Chapter 8. In this episode, we will be building on our discussion of two forms of communication superluminally. The first two which rely upon the psychic telescope, whether reverse lens or simple. And the third, which relies upon the creation of dissonant spaces, through rejection of acting on one's natural impulses. We will also be talking about how what I call the panopticon, which is the central input-slash-output array, relies upon both forms of superliminal communication, while explaining how it relies upon said communication. The artificial input-slash-output system, which shapes our perceptions, uses the psychic telescope to input monologues or instructions into our consciousness. The output of that input, occurs through whether we maintain any dissonant spaces in response. In other words, the providing of a scenario or regime, through inputted monologues, provokes responses, and depending upon whether that response is affirmatory or inhibitory, this is communicated superluminally through multiplicity, aka consciousness scattering. The panopticon, the system as a whole is designed to manage our consensus, consensual reality. It does this by, a, truncating narratives which depart from the plan-slash-agenda in text, communication or media, b, it does this by directly managing the timelines that individuals exist within at every given time. c, it does this by infiltrating our subjective projections of intention into the future. Ultimately, this technology permits them to shape the consensus reality, not just in the present, but projected into the future. Since, we know that once we synchronize our action with the overriding monologues of the system, there will be no dissonant spaces. We know that our action, consistent with our intentions, becomes incorporated into the consensus projection of the panopticon. But first we must exceed our willingness to comply with the affirmational narratives of the system. With some limited, certainty, this author believes that the panopticon is ultimately a design comprised of code. Code, just like written notes, or any linear thought process reduced to a textual form, can be a useful tool in managing one's transition from one present to another. Let me explain. In how to create a glitch in the matrix monologues, and in the complete series, we talked about how linear streams of consciousness can be truncated by continuity-breaking action. The goal was that in making slight alterations in the way you do everyday things, you are undermining natural progress from past to present, from consensual to projected future. Thus, if you can learn to create these discontinuities in behavior, or also through loosening associations, you can undermine the natural progression of historical patterns into future actions. The key point from all this is that you can remove given behaviors from your unconscious stream of attention by truncating them naturally, the same way the system does digitally. Now all of this is to say, that in the transition from the past into the present, through the consensus reality, we are accepting the natural progression of these narratives, by our acquiescence to their affirmatory nature within our action. Now, all of this is to say, that divergent paths of experience can be created naturally through truncation of socially natural behaviors. They can also be created through rejection of affirmatory narratives within the consensus space. Further, one of the things I wrote about in Countermeasures of the Panopticon, was that black boxes could be used to undermine attempts to use a psychic telescope to transmit instructions into one's life. The idea being that using old narrative, symbolism, imagery, could be used to draw the mind some time backwards in the past, which would undermine the natural insertion of words or imagery. The key point we take from this is that time is elastic, not static comprised of the consensus experiences of disparate system members. Time flows yes, but it doesn't flow consistently for all. Continuity creates consensus, not the other way around. Thus, these black boxes, which can be used to essentially reset a person to a particular time in the past, tell us something about how the system manages the consensus reality. In how to create a glitch in the matrix monologues, we call the concept emotional calibration. The idea that individuals could be calibrated to a specific place or era of time by specific material, written or audio-slash-visual.
the idea being this technique could be used to embed one into some past. Since we know that the controllers of the Panopticon rule future projection of action, in order for them to simulate something in the past it must exist in the present. Thus, black boxes are repositories of text or audio-slash-visual information, residue so to speak which can revert one to an embedded state within the consensus reality that is the Panopticon. Emotional calibration is a more abstract concept than that however, and more versatile. Using your own memories, residue of the past, to shift between disparate places and times, you can make your consciousness less vulnerable to invasion through the input-output array of the Panopticon. But you can also directly alter your own experience of time. By placing yourself in the past, you are literally lifting the needle on a record with embedded monologues, and altering the narratives which you are subject to. Thus it is, that the Panopticon was likely built when the narratives that represent the transition from present to future could be filtered both electronically and socially according to the agenda of the system, digital truncation, the imposition of a consensual reality through inserted monologues according to the agenda. But the designers of the Panopticon discovered something interesting once they were able to segregate us into particular narratives by direct pruning of our thought processes and what goes live on the internet. They discovered that beyond the consensus reality constructed on redundant copies of their original code, OC, for short, was a kind of non-integrated virtual sandbox. They could create divergent paths, parallel experiences of reality by creating discontinuity with some past pattern, whilst not integrating it. In other words, you could be engaged in a long sequences of experiences, which to you are completely real, which exist parallel to the true reality, that is, the reality which is consensus, but these experiences could be part and parcel of the digital sandbox, constructed to make modifications to the OC and see what happens, without integrating those coded experiences. The digital sandbox, is a technology designed upon the original code of the system. It permits the generation of new code, new streams of experience, which may be parallel, divergent or otherwise, which do not in the balance get integrated into the consensus reality. These dream sequences are used to reprogram individuals who refuse to comply with the agenda. The digital sandbox is constructed upon the black boxes created by the original code of the designers, which has achieved redundancy through a number of layers. This redundancy allows them to use those black boxes to create new directions to the consensus reality, within the digital sandbox. The consensus reality relies upon a consistent response to natural bodily impulses. It reflects compliance with the circadian rhythms, this produces a cyclical pattern of action, of impulse execution, coincident with the integration of the individual into the narratives of the agenda. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.